0: You should go work for WWE because you'd be so up far on no, 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 Oh, you are no, such a no, 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 suck-up. No, no. You, you are. defend everything, all the bad
1: moves they make.
0: This is the Jobber
1: Knocker Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jobber Knocker Podcast. As always, it's Nestle Mania. Alongside for the ride is a man that has never in his life lost a pose down, J.C. <laughs> that was most muscular get- for the people that don't have video. <laughs> It's funny I didn't
0: even purposely not wear these. It's a muscle it's tank. Like,
1: I think I think that the Razorback tanks are probably the best for the most muscular, but that's fine. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I, I can't suns out, pull those up. off
0: as like a like a Wardlow or a Theory or a Lashley could, but you know you know we do we do what we can here um, in the JC household. But Nestlemania, that that intro is good, but no one intro would be better. Ladies and gentlemen, get on your feet. For the ring, Heneral, and the new intercontinental
1: champion, Gunta. I. This was like a JC hope in like three months ago, and then you put it in again, and it came true. All I could think about was you running around in your underwear, getting so excited about this. My underwear. I don't know. I just you just seem like a guy that doesn't wear any clothing when you're by, living so, by yourself. Well, I mean, I do. I live alone,
0: so I could. But it's one of those things. It's like I, I usually just wear shorts around the house. You know.
1: I, I just I can just see you doing the the Günther. You know, the stand. I, I do more the
0: love with them. Oh, you do the more uh, Ludwig? Yeah, but no, yeah. it's, honestly, like, this was something that made sense in the beginning. Um, we talked about, uh, Ricochet's my boy. I love him. He's one of my favorite wrestlers to watch, like, on the planet, period. He's just, the guy's a fucking highlight factory. And I was thrilled when he won the IC title, but I always saw it as like, this is going to transition us, I think, to the next great dominant heel, because in the meantime, Ricochet can just hold it and put on fun matches, whatever, but it's like, the minute Gunta and Ludwig got to SmackDown, I was like, that's your IC champion, and... I've said this before, and I kind of did when I made this my hope, whatever, hashtag JC knows, hashtag JC's hopes come true, is that Gunta is like the perfect type of character to hold this title and elevate it for, hell, he could hold this thing for, like, a year if they really wanted to. Like, it's one of those things, like, I love, like, the mid-card heels when they have these long reigns of terror, like how Rusev did with the U.S. title. Like, we see it all the time with these big monster heels, these dominant heels. They can really elevate a mid-card title and make it feel like this unstoppable force has it, so it's like, who's going to actually dethrone them? It takes, like, a Super Cena or something, you know? And even when you come out in a tank, Super Cena still uh, gives you the FU. But... Uh, that's why I was excited for this. and I, like, I hope Gunta and Ricochet aren't finished because I love that match. I think the stylistic matchup is fun. I love when Ricochet works with some powerhouses. Gunta has proven that uh, he can fly around the ring a little bit too for a big man. Um, he's obviously in phenomenal shape now. He's completely changed his body and his tone and everything since he's uh, come to uh, America full-time in NXT and now on SmackDown. So I'm looking forward to this reign. I think Ludwig's the perfect manager slash side slash tag-team partner slash like enforcer on the outside for him. It just like, it's a fun pairing. And right now on SmackDown where you're in this world where you have a part-time world champion who is back this week. uh, We'll talk about later. It is, it's good to have someone who I feel like you can put in
1: the main event and get away with it uh, every now and then week to week. That's a great point. I mean, I really love everything about it, but the thing that drove me like to the moon with it was just the minute he won, he immediately put that thing around his waist, and I just went, "Oh yeah, he's old school, man." Like I mean, no everything about Kutha is old shoulder. school. No dragging it like Austin, right <laughs> around the waist, and it was just like, and then he did the pose, and it was like it was meant to be his. And you know, not that you know Ricochet didn't do anything. He did. He did a great job, but they didn't give him what well, we all want him. You know what I mean? Like, we wanted him on every pay-per-view. We wanted him on, you know, highlighted more. Yeah. And now it's like, there's no excuse to not put Gunther on anything. Because, you know, and he's going to beat up everybody. I don't know who could beat him. But he he is not my kind of guy. Like, I'm not interested in Gunther, per se. But me I'm, either. But this, this like,
0: revitalization has sure. made me interested.
1: Right. And I think that's the, the, the ability. So, here's the thing. Like, I, I know I make the joke all the time. Walter was all about chops. Like, he was just brutal. Like... I know there was more to it, but that was my go-to joke. And, yes, Gunther is Walter. You know, like, I get that. But at the same time, I'm thinking, okay, when we get past the chops, this is when I get excited. But when we rely on the chops, when we rely on that crap, I I get turned off. But this was more of a, like, all right, here's his definitive moment. Let's go from there, and let's build this dude up. Because he could build into something amazing. Like, absolutely, positively amazing, and I don't know if he's gonna be WWE champion in a year, maybe two. I don't know, but he's done a great job. And everybody was like, "Oh, the name change is gonna kill him." I mean, obviously, he just proved y'all wrong. So, I mean, he's doing he's doing his work. He's doing his work, and and of course, Ludwig gets you know the bonus, the assist on everything. And it's just, I think it's great. And I think like there's a reason this starts off the shine because it, it is the most shine worthy thing that happened this week. Hands Absolutely. Down. And before we move on quickly, I just want to say one thing that
0: um, I really like about Gunther is that I feel like he's always had that right mentality. Even like when he was the NXT UK champion for like ever, like I appreciate him because he was amazingly talented. But like you said, he wasn't one of my favorite guys. He's not like the type of guy that like I go to because he seemed kind of like just boring. And yeah, he was good in the rain, this and that and dominant. But there was nothing extra to him. But the one thing that slowly made me kind of appreciate this man more is I just, I like to read like interviews like guys do when they just talk about things. And like, he had the best attitude about the name change. He's like, dude, I don't care what they call me. He's like, I'm excited for this opportunity. And he, another thing he said, was like, he always had kind of a little bit of like a flubby dubby there on the, on the tummy. But he said, he's like, the reason why I had that is because when I watched like old school wrestling, a lot of the bigger guys, they had a little bit of that. And I thought that was a cool look. And I love that. But he's like, when I was transitioning to America and looking at the body types in NXT and WWE, I was like, the game has changed. And these bigger guys, like everyone's in super shape now. So he's like, I need to get in super shape if I want to get to the next level. So it's little things like that. And like his awareness about the industry, his appreciation for the history, his work ethic. I just think, I just think like this guy's going to succeed whatever he wants to do. And you know, Vince is going to love a guy like this because he loves, especially that big, like European badass. Like that's what Gunther is. And that's why it's a perfect fit for the IC title right now.
1: And, I'm excited for this raid. Anything else? or would you like to move on to something else, as baby? Let's move know? on, baby. Let's move on, baby. I gotta say, look, there was a lot on SmackDown that was iffy. A lot on SmackDown that was iffy. Uh, so on Raw, something that had me kind of uh, just excited was it was Money in the Bank season, right? Like we're Ooh. in the we're in we're in the groove. We're in the groove. Uh, but the one thing that really stuck out to me, and I think we can probably expound, you know, expand upon this or expound or whatever you want to say. There was a sit-down interview with Seth Rollins, where he got in there and talked about all the things he was going to do, and then he talked about how, here's the thing that perked my, my interest, JC, and I'm curious, we talked about this last week, but he said, man, I'm going to win that money in the bank, and not only that, but we're, we're going to top what I did at WrestleMania, and I was like, see, I love that. I I love, first off, I love any sit-down interview. I don't care who it is. I just, I, I like the idea of taking something different and moving it. Like, I love that. I love that portion of it. And KP's doing a great job. But the one thing that I really loved about the one and only Seth freaking Rollins was that we're just sitting there and we're enjoying him talking. Like, that's hard to do. And when and I I don't want to call people on the carpet, but there's like, you know, so some people out there that say that, you know, Seth Rollins isn't, isn't, main event worthy or saying, you know, not a top guy. And all I could think about was while he's talking, I'm saying I'm watching him talk and I'm thinking to myself, this is the most compelling television in the three hours that we have here. Of course, AJ comes in later and beats him up for Cody, for Cody. We set that up, but the whole no remorse thing, the whole, like, I, I, I've got to do what I've got to do now thing. Like I appreciate it. And I think that he was so cold for so long. Like, there was, like, that weird period where, like, he wasn't in the main event. It was, like, right around Royal Rumbles when he started to get, like, really good last year or this earlier this year. And yeah, then he when just, they started this, like, mystery opponent story. Line. Yeah, I think that's where he kind of took off again. And it's just, it's proven that the guy, no matter what he does, he just, he delivers. And not just delivers, he over delivers.
0: Yeah, and the one thing that you touched on that, that is a, the point for me that caught my attention was him says he wants to do something bigger than he did last time. And it's like, well, to do that, the moment in terms of like how it went and like the two guys you beat, like I don't know if we can get to that level, but something to like memorable was immediately I think of, A, if he defeated Roman Reigns, that would be memorable. But B, if he ruined Cody's moment. To me, that could be that could be a moment that – Maybe could when we look back be bigger with how big this Cody storyline has been and the fervor for it and everything, especially if when Cody comes back if he wins the Rumble at WrestleMania and wins that title at WrestleMania and out comes fucking Seth and ruins it for him or something like it's just like that could be something we could remember just as much if not more as when Seth cashed in and made it a triple threat and won the title at WrestleMania. So um, that was something that definitely got my attention because we've been kind of talking about this for a little, like pretty much since Cody came back that like. If like, if Cody isn't winning money in the bank, Seth makes perfect sense because these two guys are like linked, especially until Cody wins that title, like they're linked. So Seth holding that Trump card would be perfect. So I, that's the part that I really focused on, which
1: excites me. Yeah. And again, I, so I, I hate to say power couple, but the other, the other flip side of the coin here was that Becky Lynch cut a a scathing promo where she was pointing out, you know, the, the, the one thing that's eluded me my entire life. And every time a minute I lose it, I want to be back, you know, Becky in the bank. I went, you know what? It makes sense. I mean, obviously, we we can talk about the other people that actually qualified for these matches. At some Lacey, point, Liv, and Alexa, baby. I mean, they're all. I mean, I, I Hashtag would. #TeamJC. I know, right? They're all. They're all under a certain criteria there for uh, good old JC. Well, they're all
0: blondes, which we
1: know Vince loves too. So. Yeah. So beside that point, so like Lacey Evans, we don't know what the fuck she's doing. She's there. She had a magic Zaylee. I'm not going to even count that. Did you see in the graphics,
0: she's already holding the briefcase, which I think is hilarious. Just Did the way they made the graphic, the briefcase is in front of her and her hands like this. So it looks like she's oh, carrying it. Oh, okay, okay. It's pretty funny. It's okay. obviously I don't think it was intentional, but
1: it's a funny little thing if oh, you look no. at the graphic. So Becky Lynch to me makes me feel like that would be a fun one. Ding, ding, ding. You know, and I think that's, that's the fun. That's my favorite. And, then I, and, I, and I think Becky in the bank would be fun because I, I think she, that's an easy way to go against Ronda, obviously. And I think that's an easy way to fuck Ronda over because we'll probably talk in another different part of the show about Ronda Rousey and how I think she's floundering again. But I, Becky Lynch might need to spark that because I, here's the thing. I'm probably going to sound like a jackass like I normally do. But I feel like Ronda Rousey is only good when Becky Lynch is against her. Like, there is nobody that can bring out anything in Ronda Rousey. Like, Ronda Rousey is a dragon who can just swat away people half asleep. But she fully wakes up when Becky Lynch is across from her. She's the only one that she wakes up for. Everything else that Ronda Rousey does feels like she's doing it as a part of a chore. Versus when Becky Lynch is across the ring from her, she wakes the fuck up.
0: I think your idea of that is correct, but I think it's also that, obviously, like we know Becky can, character-wise, bring out the best in most women, but I think it's just the majority of time we've seen Ronda, she's been a babyface, and we agree that that is the drizzling shits, and that's what she is again right now, but I feel like if they unleashed a heel Ronda against a babyface Bianca, that that would be fucking amazing, you know what I mean? So I feel like there are other avenues, it wouldn't be just Becky, but Becky and Ronda obviously have the history from the beginning. So that makes sense. But if my pick for her to win money in the bank, I could see, I don't think Becky and Rhonda are even going to cross paths, maybe till like around survivor series. They start to tease it. I think until then, it's more likely that Beck wi- Becky wins that and fucking ruins Bianca's day. One more time. They run that back at SummerSlam one last time. And to finish that off before we even get there. So, cause I feel like a lot of the times when we do the money in the banks, like one of them's usually more immediate. One of them maybe hangs around a while. And I feel like, especially if we think Seth's going to win, he's probably going to be carrying that around for a while. So it makes me think the woman's might be more immediate. Like granted they might do a short term thing. Cause he yeah, had both the couples with the, the briefcases, but I feel like Becky like would be summer slammer before cashing for the woman. And I think she makes the most sense for that. Cause I'm looking at down the roster. I'm like, if Lacey wins, like maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe, but I don't think that'd be immediate. But I look at Becky and I'm like, they could make her champion again tomorrow if they wanted to. I don't want them to because I want to see this Bianca Rhea thing get a little legs here because I think that's going to be exciting, but I don't know. I don't think Asuka's going to win. They, I know they're fighting next week to both qualify, but as we saw with the match on SmackDown, that those two are probably going to get in. I bet you these two will probably still get in somehow. There's four slots left. I don't think they're going to be putting like the Zia Lee's the Shotzi's, and the Li's in there. Maybe one of them gets in, but you're just looking down the roster. It's like Becky, Oscar, Naomi and Sasha are walking through that door. So it's like to keep, to keep Becky and Oscar out would be quite a tall
1: task. And I agree with you on that. I said, it's funny to me when you think about it because Becky Lynch has done such a great job. But the the other thing that I really hate is that every woman's money in the bank cash in feels so quick that like I have yet to like Bailey and Bailey was either the same night. And then I think Nikki Ash was the night after Alexa bliss. Rest I of was same night. Same night, you know? So, like, you're getting... I mean, Carmella held Carmella on to,
0: held it till I think, Summer... No, right before... Right before SummerSlam, because right. then she defended it against Charlotte. So she held yeah. it a couple months. But, yeah, no, most most of the women's in the history, I think, have
1: been pretty immediate. And I I, I get that, but I think Becky Lynch could be the other side of this. Like, she could go the other She way, could. You know, but... I don't know. She could make it interesting. I, I, I just think that there's certain things that you need to do. Like, if, if you're going to get... I just... I like the idea of... If you're going to treat women the same, like, put them in the main event, you're going to make the titles, you know, the men's and the women's titles equal, then let's make this part equal. Let's let, let not just, like, I like that there'd be two, because here's the thing. Why wouldn't you want two Money in the Bank briefcases for later on in the year, in, 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 as we talk about the lull that is September through November? Oh, I agree. You but know, and how they, We've
0: seen they don't like them both on the same show, historically. And I I, I don't and if disagree if with you. Sethi, and, if Sethi, if Sethi, if Sethi, Sethi and beckett well. are, are our picks, then uh, they both Sethies. do the same shit. Seth,
1: Sethi Rollins Lynch, yeah, yeah, Little League Lynch. So Sethi Rollins, Sethi Rollins, there you go. <laughs> he probably would love that. Oh, uh, um, uh, we went off on a fucking tangent uh, again, but whatever. Uh, uh, but so, so yes. Um, anything else you'd like to talk about, Shineworthy? Yeah, I have a a couple of uh, AJ
0: Seth might have been the match of the week, but if not, I think I really enjoyed. I know these weren't as long, but Gabriel Ali and Riddle Trampa I thought were both standout matches that I enjoyed because they're just they're fresh matchups. They're guys that we know can go, and it's I like when guys who are like don't always get featured in these obviously weren't short matches. They weren't long matches They're in the middle, but I like when we get to see like a guy like Champa actually work a little Ali and Gable is a super fresh matchup with like Corey Graves said, two of the better technicians. It's like, it's nice to see that mixed in. Cause you know, we make fun of like WWE's all sports entertainment. WWE also does have great pro wrestling as y'all like to call it too. And
1: I thought these two matches kind of featured that. I loved Ali Gable. And I thought, None of these were jobber alerts. They were just—they were just over, not shy. They're they were medium matches. They were middle, medium. They were—they were definitely enhancement-ish, uh, but it doesn't matter because Ali. They goes to the story. It's fine. I'll—I'll I'll ignore that one. Seth and AJ had a great match. I was hoping that was going to be the main event. Of course, we had to oil guys it up. In the, <laughs> oil guys up in the third hour. That's okay. Uh, but that whatever it is, <laughs> with the with the meaty men slapping meat, but that's fine. And then, of course, you know, Champa in the Miz. So I would just like to give, I'm going to give myself oh God, the old Barry Horowitz. I hope Horowitz. this doesn't actually happen. I hope you just coasted. The Barry Horowitz, pat on the back. That's for people who actually know what jobbers are because that's a 90s. It, it, never mind. Nobody cares. Nestle's showing his age. I think I have gray hairs. I can't tell. Can you tell?
0: No. Should I get old Max Dupree on you and get nice,
1: nice and close? Do I have gray hairs? I probably do. Yeah, I don't I think so. I, 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 I can't tell. I, I have children. They must have given me gray hairs. Uh, so so anyway, uh, the Barry Horowitz, because I have talked about weeks how Champa is connective tissue to the Miz. Yet we're still dancing around this topic here that this is like the Miz fourth. him over hard on commentary, He though. did. And he was talking about like how vicious he was and how he, he did all these awesome things. And, of course, you know, he lost the matchup because Riddle can't lose up until he, you know, loses to the tribal chief because, you know, a couple of wins equal a tribal chief loss. But still, like, I, I was watching this going, I'm, I have to be on to something. I don't have to be right, but I have to be on to something, right? Don't you think, J.C.? Because this is like the fourth or fifth no, time they've been in the same not. segment. And, again, I, I, hopefully Champa, you know, I, biased aside, he took like a pretty gnarly floating bro on that, uh, it looked like his knee or his thigh or something. That looked... Just dreadful. I don't know if Riddle's starting to be a uh, a problem in terms of hurting people, but that was rough. And then Ciampa took the RKO were out. And so all I could think about was it's so much fun when you think about the Miz, because the Miz is doing so many things. And, and like Champa's Champ and the Miz. Like Champa's here, the Miz is over here, but the Miz does the sports entertainment. It's He's just, a perfect it, mouthpiece for Champa. Because look at Champa
0: can cut good promos, but I think I would kind of have the same reaction to like his voice and the way he talks, the kind of Vince would, where it's like I'm not it's not like full Cesaro, but it's like it's not like a dominant promo. Like what Champa says is good and his pace is good, but like just his sound isn't as it's nasally probably ideal yeah. as Vince would want. So starting him off with a guy like the Miz, who kinda of could make Champa his heavy, I kinda of like it. And you know, the Miz, as we know, is untouchable and he doesn't even Need to wrestle anymore at this point. He can just
1: go out there and entertain. So if you can use his entertainment to kind of elevate Champa, I think that's a match made in heaven. I'm just excited to see where this goes because I feel like Champa could really benefit from it, and I think The Miz could get more life into himself again. I think, I think it works for everybody because at least it's I mean something Miz and Mrs.
0: is out there fucking uh, crushing Meltzer's hot heart in the ratings, like curb stomping rampage. So. <sighs>
1: You Miz know, and Miz, the Miz is doing just fine. <laughs> when you're the what did he say? He's like the, the highly most highly rated original programming on the USA Network. I'm like Woof. except for uh <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> with, I just love how many qualifiers he has to have to be in the category yeah. of his own, which I'm sure he's that the sure only really original content. Nice. But no, if
0: you but, don't watch it and you just enjoy entertainment, the Miz and Maurice are fucking incredible, and they're fucking family of loonies. It's it's just it's
1: good television. Oh, that's where he came from, so he obviously knows yeah. what he's doing. So yeah, and plus we want to be friends with the Miz, so that's okay. Who doesn't? Right. Uh, something else that uh, I thought was um, well, not necessarily good or bad. I just I I think it's probably shine worthy for you, JC. But I, I'm curious your thoughts here on you know. I don't even know if I really want to bring this up, but so the Judgment Day thing happened with the promo with Bel Air, right? And they said something that we all agree. He said, we had to get rid of Edge because he's full of shit, and we're all equals, mm-hmm. right? I like that. I like that. But I, now, I'm, now I'm at a point where I think to myself, okay, that's great, and I love that. But only one of you can become world champion. Only one well, of I'll the men. Well, me technically two
0: where you could, and then one of the sure, men. Sure, but
1: then the other guy gets the U.S. title. You know, it's like, or they go for the tag titles. That's okay. I'm okay with that. But I feel like it. But I feel like somebody in this group needs to have a world title. I mean,
0: obviously Priest isn't going to be there. Just it ain't yet. happen anytime soon though, because you got fucking Tribal Cuck Doo-doo. over there both of them. Yeah. And the he U.S. Does. title's a little busy right now with uh, posing off. So it's yeah, it's I think the perfect thing for Money in the Bank is that both of these guys I could easily see in the ladder match. But I think like if I, I mean, I think it's a little early to do this. But like if you want to do a little dissension, maybe one of them gets in and one of them doesn't. But, right. I would think. I mean, in the men's Money in the Bank. We're assuming Sheamus and Drew will be in it, um, so that's two. That leaves five slots. Rollins is in it, so that leaves four. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if AJ got himself back in. Oh, Riddle. Riddleless. Omos. Omos is probably going to be in it too. So there we go. That does that leave three, technically? And there'll probably be one more on SmackDown. Whether it maybe Ricochet gets in. So at least kind of two on Raw. So maybe it's these two, maybe it's Ezekiel, maybe it's KO. So there is actually more more contenders than you think. How they could throw a fucking Mysterio in it because that's what they do. Um, and uh, but who knows? I, that's the like Miz, There are there are a lot of guys, but so it feels like only one of these guys might get into Money in the Bank. So maybe neither of them do. But then it's like, what are they doing? Because the tag tiles are a little busy with the Usos and the Prophets. So and there's no real baby faces unless if they just randomly fight. AJ and someone else again if AJ is truly not in it. So I don't know. It's it's weird because now that I think about it, maybe both can't be in. So which one would you put in? I would assume Priest more the upside, but Balor is more of like the established. So I think people get more excited for Balor no matter well, no what. Shit. So Balor's it's one of the most over people ever. Right. But-
1: I, so it, it's a good point. I want him to get dude, though, so I feel like you don't want to put him in a ladder match. Well, Priest would be good just because of the kaboom of the week. You know he'll take yeah. a, a crazy spot, so that's fine. Our boy Joe Pollock, the Joe Stopper, says, Shineworthy, Big E throwing away the neck brace. I agree, Joe Stopper. I think that's Absolutely. a wonderful thing. Obviously, we want to see – I think Big E should never wrestle again. I mean, that doesn't mean he shouldn't be on my TV. I just think as a human being, I want to see him make sure he can walk and have a good time. So it's awesome that he is there. Uh, he's taking off the neck brace, and hopefully he's uh, doing what he can only do. But again – you know, people have broken their necks before and come back, so who knows? Who knows? I just, I just want the guy to have a good quality of life. Um, and I, you know what? Speaking of quality of life, I'm going to end on uh, this one. I think it's my last shine here. I did not expect that I was going to love Austin Theory with a mic. The whole oh the headset time. mic was perfect. Oh it was God. like one of those workout guys. Yeah. yeah, it was perfect. But the fact that the my favorite part is I got I got to back up because this is my favorite part. My favorite part of the entire thing is his first pose, and he goes, ah, how do you like that, Bobby?" And I just I just started dying. I was like, just the way he said, "Bobby," like this guy is a star. He's an absolute stud, and I just I I was like, I cannot wait for this guy. To finally reach the top of the mountain. Like, I'm in. I, I am in so much with, like, everything they're doing. I mean, I don't love the idea of Lastly in the United States Championship. That wants me. I want to vomit over that. But I, but- I, I think, it, especially if he's
0: not going to be challenging Roman, and if the plan is that maybe they do have to take this thing off theory because he doesn't need it against Cena... Um, and it's just to give something, Lashley, who's super over, and it's like someone again, who, like, much like Gunther, but on the other side of the coin, is a babyface, can like main event a show. I think it could make sense. I do assume that, uh, Theory might snake away from it because I think Theory Cena with the title is still intriguing. But I am curious how they do it, though. But I don't know. This is a fun matchup. And when I saw on you always kind of roll your eyes because it's like, oh, man. But, like, Theory sold this segment to me. And it was a lot of fun. And Lashley didn't have to do much talking. And he just got over by, like, being likable. And I think that's what you want in this type of situation is that – Theory brings out the best in Bobby. And I thought, like, Pierce for his little thing at the beginning, like, getting, get on the <laughs> damn podium, and Theory throwing the like, Come on. I thought, like, it was just, like, it was a well-done segment for something that I thought would be dumb. And I rolled my eyes that it was the main event. I enjoyed it, too. I literally, I enjoyed this segment. It was fun. Yeah,
1: I agree. So, I, I agree. I just think that Austin Theory, or Theory, excuse me, is just, he's knocking it out of the park. Like, he's he's swishing. He makes that shot. And the other thing is, John Cena coming back in two weeks I expect next week to be heavy, heavy theory, heavy theory, because they're lining up for that, that interaction, I think, on the 20th anniversary of the, you know, boop, 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 coming back. Um, Our boy Milana Fantastic, Mr. Uh, Well, I guess it's Davis Wright for most people, but Ryan uh, Milana Fanny says, thoughts on not having former Money in the Bank winners in the match.
0: Uh, I I don't mind it because I think it adds something, especially when I look at this year in particular. Like you disqualify Seth, and I do not want to disqualify Seth from this matchup. And then again, you look at the other side of the coin for the women's match. Like you wouldn't have many people to choose from because it's, it's a smaller roster. So it'd be like oh, like the Zia Lee's and the Shotzi's. Who do. I don't know if they just have the so, Leah's
1: who don't have enough momentum to get in there. So I, I kind of agree with you, but I also kind of agree with my buddy Ryan here because here's the thing, right? In theory, no pun intended. This Money in the Bank, or at least for most of us, we believe the Money in the Bank is that breaking through the glass ceiling moment. It can be. Right? So, like, a lot of... The way they they frame it, the way that they make it seem like it's your golden ticket, Charlie, like, that's how they frame it. And I kind of agree with Ryan in that if you have people who have already gotten to the mountaintop, you know, obviously there's exceptions because Seth is going to be the guy that does it, but I do like the idea of cheering for the guy that I've always cheered for, like a Cesaro, or cheering for somebody that I just was like, oh, Liv, like, that'd be great to see her get her moment finally. Like, the Royal Rumble has become less and less and less the long journey. It of, never really you know, has
0: been though. There, there are some you can point to, but overall like the rumble, cause I feel like we do have this conversation. I say it about the rumble too, but it really like, if we look at it over the history, it really hasn't been. It's a lot of those where money in the bank. Yeah, it is, but it's also like what we can say, like breaking through the grass last ceiling. I also think it's another way for a guy to break back through that ceiling that maybe like a guy like Seth, he like, he hasn't been able to reclaim that title and he has been kind of stuck down. And this is something that can push him back through or, well, obviously, because we see all the time where they give it to like a Sandow or an Otis but then they don't want to pull the trigger so the Otis they threw on the Miz and then he did it again but it's just like I mean granted every now and then you're going to have people fail but like it's just I don't know I feel like if you do that and especially if you look at the woman's side like yeah Liv would be great I think that'd be great but it's like if you're putting it in with a bunch of others I don't know I feel like Especially, like, this year when we know Roman's not going to be on it. You really need the star power in this match. So I don't mind the mix. I like that there's always a few mix of, like, the newbies and, like, the experience. Because I think in anything, like, having balance and, like, variety of different types of backgrounds and experience, I think just makes for a more intriguing
1: match, in my opinion. Your boy Wesley, uh, he says, it's on my lunch break. Did I miss the Gunther talk? Unfortunately, it led was, the show, it baby! It the show, bud! Come on! Be better. We love you. Don't worry about it. Like the first five minutes, you can go back and listen.
0: Cause it was, it was, uh, we were on, it was heavy knees, on our knees. Heavy gun.
1: Goont. Heavy gun. I can't do the, hana hana! Right. I can't do it, but yes, go back to the first five minutes. It was all Gunther. uh, later. And, uh, yeah, we had a lot of fun. Uh, I think it's shine is over. Should we get heaty? <laughs> get him off my TV. Get him off my TV. Get him off my TV. Yeah. Um, well, there's a lot we could talk about. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to stay in my lane because there are things that I could get on my soapbox about that are not necessarily wrestling related. I'm going to, I'm going to, I just, I need to, I need to get into this very quickly. Is uh Rhonda Rousey. Every time she opens her mouth, she says something mm, stupid. You know, it's like when she does the, so you want to shot ski? Okay, ski. Nobody, it's you would say honestly. I doesn't. know, but I'm the, surprised you don't like it. No, I look. I just want to say this. By the way, he says your pythons look sick. What? If you what, watch the
0: video from earlier in the show, I did a little. Pose he
1: also down. did a pose down. So there's a lot. There's a lot going on here. You <laughs> got to get in while we get in. We gotta. We gotta promote better. That's on me. Uh, my life is a well. Shambles. Today it's
0: my fault because you know the freaking these losers kept me at work until two a.m. So I didn't watch Rana this morning. So I delay. It's my fault this week.
1: Anyway, what was I going to say? We were talking about oh, Ronda Rousey, Ronda. So not only did it, what was it like a year, no, three years ago, she did the whole gumption thing, and now she's doing OK ski. It's like the, the 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 spectrum for stupidity is just so far wide with her. I just don't understand what the hell comes out of her goddamn mouth, JC. It hurts my feelings. Hurts my soul because I ju- every time she talks, I just think I want her to have a manager. Paul Heyman would be great, but somebody, anybody talk for If it was maximum male models, not going to happen, but somebody. She's not a male. <laughs> she's not a male. Which, again, they shoehorned him with that. And obviously, they put him you to the You know next who
0: league. would be a great manager for Ronda Rousey? Paul fucking Heyman Right And especially if fucking The tribal cock Isn't gonna show up to work Then You know what Paul Ditch him Ditch that loser For Ronda Rousey But I mean This was like Obviously Paige is uh, uh, Done with WWE now Which is uh, Sad Hopefully she comes back In some shape or form someday But She had been pitching for like Since Ronda's first run To be her manager And I don't know if that's like The perfect fit Because They kind of seem like They're polar opposites And everything Which maybe that's why It would work But It would just like I think Paige had the right idea Like Give Ronda a fucking man Like she's a fucking badass, man. She shouldn't be asked to go out there and talk with her little G Unit promos. Like it's just like, and then what's so so much shame about this is that I actually enjoyed her and Shotzi's match. It was nice to see Shotzi featured a little bit and get an opportunity against someone like Ronda and some spotlight. But it's just overshadowed because like. They just tried to have her entertain me. And guess what, man? If you put a fucking mic in Rhonda's face and she says more than three words, I ain't going to be entertained. Her best promos are when she grabs it, says something badass like, you fucking bitch, and boom, we're done. Right. That's she perfect. has to say- That's all she needs to do. She's a fighter. She's an ass kicker. She's a killer. She shouldn't have to talk and explain to
1: me about, oh, shotski, okay, ski. It's, it's crazy. So he, she need we need to make a knocker shirt with the, with the Roddy Piper lettering that just says, random words of discouragement, dot, 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 bitch. That's all she needs to do. That is That's it. It's stupid. It's, 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 if an idiot like me can figure that out, why does somebody up in Stanford, Connecticut get paid a boatload of money to sit there and say, oh, we got to have her talk? Oh, we got to have her talk. You don't have to have her talk. She's there. She's physically there. Just add the spice at the end of the promo and call somebody a bitch and then put them in an arm bar and an ankle lock, call it a night, call everybody, and you'll be done. I just, Shotzi did a great job. Great aggression. That match was fantastic. But before, all I, I'm watching it, JC, and all I could think about was, I can't get into this matchup because everything, everything she does, I'm like, okay, ski. Okay, ski. Okay. I should have labeled this whole show, okay, ski, because it just, it's, it burrowed into my stupid brain. Okay, ski. Yeah, not great, Bob. It's All right, not. let's move on to something else that got you upset. Anything Anything specific?
0: Um, well, we, we kind of danced around this when we talked about Becky, but it's just like she's supposed to have a match for the 24-7 title with Dana, which is fine, whatever. We're doing this again. Like, we know Becky needs to get her shit back, but she beats the shit out of Dana, and she goes, keep your stupid fucking title. I was, don't care. But it's just like they did this with KO before. I remember when he helped R-Truth win it. It's just like, You're just once again, and I know the title doesn't matter, but it's just you're reaffirming that this title is useless and if you fight for it, you're fucking useless. And it's just like
1: it's upsetting. It's 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 really upsetting. Win it. Just have her win it and then throw it in the trash. That would've been better. You know what you know what you know what was really funny to me? Was that we had a women's tag match on Raw. Not for titles, but for qualifying for money in the bank. And all hey, I can think that,
0: of, the team that won though could be the team that could put a little life and maybe
1: bringing those titles back. So. I I I I believe either those things are done for good or they are not coming back until the other two come back.
0: I mean, literally, like at the, the, the the more time passes and the more they've just they originally said there was a term they ignored it. It just once again reaffirms like Sasha and Naomi's the reason why they did it just, because like it just like this is this is par for the course. You know what? So it just, it's, it's a shame. And, but I think like, if they do bring it back, once we get their money in the bag, obviously these are two of the teams here. Shannon and Natalia, I think are still a team. Carmella and Zelina, I think Zelina is injured. Um, but like, I live in Alexa. They're two of your more popular acts. Like people have been clamoring for them together forever. Like all oh, this past week, that's all I heard about.
1: So they did it. So if they want to, Jesus. Don't I die. This- I mean, <laughs> well, we're only 35 minutes in, man. Take a step. take water. a sip, take a sip. Hydrate. Two, four, six, eight. Don't forget to hydrate. Sorry, I've been watching a lot of Doc McStuffins with my kids. That's a that's a song. Anyway, cool. uh, Doc McStuffins. I don't know. I don't know that yeah, well, you'll, you'll get there. You'll get there someday. Uh, so, look, I will tell you this much. Um, there's not a lot more that's heat-related, I think, but I do want to bring this up. I have one once you're done. Okay, Riddle having to talk to Heyman and it being a stipulation on if he doesn't win, he can't challenge for it again, but if he wins, he becomes the champion. I always feel like these things are one-sided, and I feel like sometimes it takes me directly out of it because I think the best stipulations are when you can't call it. Like, we kind of know that Riddle's just not going to win. But yeah, would- but what if he wins by fucking DQ or count out?
0: See, I think that's stupid. If they kick the can down the road. I could see When they had that stipulation, that's what sort it of screamed to me because when at first I was like, okay, Roman's just going to beat him in a good match, and we're done. We're done. But by them adding this stipulation, I was like, like, sure, that could still happen. But now it's just like they open the door for fucking Riddle to win by like and not win the title and some bullshit. And they can be like, oh, yeah, Roman will defend against Riddle in six months when he comes back again.
1: It's it's nauseating. So I agree, but for different reasons. I I would also like to say that I also in my head have that he beats them, They beat the shit out of him. Right. All three of them. They just beat they beat up Riddle. And then Randy Orton has to come back and avenge his buddy. So I feel like... I don't think he's ready yet, though. No, 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 so. no, no. But I, I mean, like, you. so if you had to get... If you, let's work backwards. You get to Roman and, and, Ro, Roman and uh, Orton at SummerSlam, right? So yep. we don't have anything after money in the bank, I don't believe. So you would think at some point Riddle would then have to have another match for Randy Orton to come back and, and uh, avenge his buddy. So I, that would be my thought. But who the hell knows? Because honestly, I don't think you can take Riddle off TV if Randy's not on TV. You need to have one of them on TV. Yeah, no, I don't going. think
0: Riddle was going anywhere. Maybe this is a way to just keep him off SmackDown and he goes to Raw and does something. Um, uh, I'm looking at the pay-per-view schedule. Yeah, there's nothing. July 2nd, Money in the Bank. July 30th is SummerSlam. I didn't realize it was technically in July this year. They don't normally do that, folks. So it's usually August, like yeah. the mid-August. So they're the really pushing for August. that Castle one. Wow. Well, the Castle one September third. So yeah, there's a there's almost a whole month between Money in the Bank and SummerSlam, and then a whole month between SummerSlam and Castle. So, wow. And and this, this is the least amount of pay per views they've had because then in October or then uh, October's Crown Jewel and uh, November's Survivor Series. That's all they have listed so far. I'm assuming there'll be something in December unless if it goes to Day One from there. Actually, who Who knows? Who knows? So they did, they did really cut back on their, what do they call them now, premium Premium live events? Premium live events. Yeah, which I don't mind because it makes the TV more, because like, look at we're getting a universal championship on TV this week, like that's, I think a positive, but we're still in the heat, and I have one more thing, WrestleMania. I need a prayer circle for my boy, Cedric Alexander, not only did he lose to MVP, but I believe it was, a jobber alert. I'm a sad boy today. I was so thrilled. I was like, you know what? Cedric, he's getting an entrance. He got a full entrance. He looks great. He got some new gear. I'm like, yeah, Cedric's going to pick up a big win. Finally, ew, it's already over. Which, I mean, granted, Omas had to help MVP cheat to win. I know, but it's just like, it makes me sad, man. Because you know what? MVP, he probably hasn't won a match in like forever. So maybe this is just them giving him one. But he usually like he goes out there to lose normally. Well, Jericho so did hurt. call him a job or so. Yeah, so I, honestly, I think that's the motivation, which I'm team MVP on this one because we know Jericho's an asshole, and MVP's a lot cooler than Jericho is right now because MVP's actually helping to elevate talent where Jericho's
1: bringing talent down. So, he is an anchor. He is an anchor. Yeah. No, not like a news anchor. I mean, like an anchor oh, anchor.
0: Like a, an anchor, but it's not anchoring people. It's actually sinking them Sink because it. the rope is
1: too short and pulling the boat underwater. The SS flabby Jericho. <laughs> He's not flabby anymore, though. That's Well, this. his boobies are, though. Well, you know. For all the money he has in the world, he doesn't get that fixed.
0: Would you? I'd and spend he, my money on that. Probably, he too. Probably, if like, I
1: was Chris Jericho and I would fucking like, he can do whatever he wants. Unfortunately. I'm just, saying, I'm just saying the man looks good from a certain point. Like here, then you have the big gap, then down in the abs, and then the rest of the body. Whatever. But like, you know, it's just it's why not complete the puzzle? That's all. That's all. <laughs> All right. You want to get uh, hopeful? You want to move on to something else? Glorious! You are my only hope. Are we both going to AEW for our hopes or just me? I will let you go to AEW. I, I got to. So gotta... I'm
0: going to AEW because Nestle so as we know, in AEW, everyone gets a title. So you know what? Not only do we going to have interim titles, so there's even more champions and co champions. We're going to add a brand new mid card title called the All Atlantic Championship, which actually I think is a cool idea. But I just assume like if you're going to do that, get rid of the TNT title and make it the same thing. But I digress. I digress. Um, but yeah, as we saw, it's going to be a fatal four way at Forbidden Door. Um, there's qualifying matchups. Uh, somebody already qualified. I believe Pac already qualified yes. last week. Miro takes on Ethan Page this week, and uh, here's my hope. You know where this is going. The Redeemer. Give him a fucking title. If you're handing out titles in AEW, you better give one of the best, the best mid-card champion in AEW history. Better get this one. Because you know what? Miro's a stud. Miro's a stud. And if you're not going to give him the world championship and if the TNT championship should be on Sky for a little while, why not have Miro do it? I know you have a soft spot for Ethan Page, as do I, but he's getting redeemed on Wednesday, baby. And those other three men in that fatal four-way, that forbidden door, it's going to be forbidden that they can win because they're getting redeemed too, motherfuckers. Hashtag JC's hopes come true. Hashtag JC knows. Hashtag Miro equal champion hashtag make it happen Tony since you just like I mean I got Adam Cole and Britt Baker walking around with fucking belts everyone has fucking belts in this company it's just, it's ridiculous and then you're gonna be like oh WWE has a lot of belts WWE has like fucking 10 times as much programming their three hours of Raw is just as long as Dynamite and Rampage combined and then there's two hours in NXT an hour of NXT UK two hours of fucking Smackdown then you have uh main event and uh uh, level Up show, which granted, you can compare to Dark and Elevation. Fine, those cancel out. It's still like 10 hours to 3. So, the amount of titles that... T- and then You have all the fucking Wain of Honor titles. Good God! That's part two of my hope. Get rid of some of your fucking titles. Take those Wain of Honor titles and throw them onto a show somewhere else. Get them out of here, AW. Too many titles. Hashtag, give Miro the championship, though. That was a good rant. I wasn't expecting to get in a title rant there, but it just—the yeah. more I talk about, the more I get angry because I see people complaining about, oh, no, they do have too many titles. They have the FTW title too on Ricky Starks, which gets defended once in a blue moon, and I—I think it's recognized by AEW, but I don't know if it's recognized. It's
1: a lot of mid-card singles titles. It really is. I would just like to point out that the Mid Atlantic or All Atlantic—is it All Atlantic? All Atlantic.
0: Championship. There's a
1: respect of made-up titles. name. Somebody pointed out to me that there's a, a match from New Japan. It's like Japan's in the Pacific Ocean. This is the all Atlantic Ocean. It should be countries that are neighboring neighboring the Atlantic. I'm just I'm just throwing obviously we've got Forbidden Door. It just seems like a bad time. Just seems like a bad time. I'm just saying. Well, as we know, Tony Khan is great at timing. Well, speaking of my timing and hope, uh, so so obviously if you've been reading the news, I'm going to stay away from this because I don't like touch these things. Uh, You know, there is a a ladder match happening in AEW. Uh, One of those combatants will probably not be there because of their indiscretions. Uh, So that leaves a big void. I don't know if we're going to go Young Bucks versus Jurassic Park versus nobody. Uh, Or uh, they might as well be. So here's my hope. We're all looking for it. We all want it to happen. We all want Christian to turn on Jungle Boy. It'll just Get be, away
0: from the fucking dinosaur, Get Christian. away Run. from
1: that dinosaur. Before he gets extinct, get away. He's pushing 50. His hairline's going back to his neck. Hey, you, he's a handsome devil. He is a handsome man. He looks like a rat. Vince McMahon said he looked like a handsome rat. Anyway- he is a, That is pretty good, actually. Uh, so where's the cheese? Here's my hope, is that uh, Mr. Peepers, he teams up with- Matt Hardy, and we just go we go ape shit TLC style because you fill the void uh, and you just say, you know what, Jungle Boy? I'm sick of your shit. And you know what? Anna Jay's making you weak in the knees. I'm going to take those championships. And, of course, I, I mean, I don't know if I would give the championships to Matt and and, and Christian. I would rather give them to the Young Bucks personally because they're the Young Bucks and they're the only one in this matchup that I actually give a shit about. Uh, but that's my hope because you got put in a bad situation. Unless you can put a random tag team in there that you think that would be better than the Hardy Boys, I don't know. I mean, if, uh, I'll throw it out to people that are watching and listening here. If you if you think there's a better one, please let me know. Uh, that's in AEW anyway. I mean, I thought about Swerve. I thought about, you know, uh, your boy Keith Lee, but that they kind of just already did their thing there. If it's Red Dragon, I'm going to vomit. I'll be vomiting. So... Oh, Gun Club. Get the fuck out of here with that shit, Dom. Gun Club. You know what?
0: Max Caster and Anthony Bowens have made the Gun Club the coolest fucking thing on AEW. So I'm in. Yes, Dom. I like it. I actually really like your Matt Hardy Christian thing because I I think the storylines there with, obviously we know they have a little bit of a history, um, but also like the, the fact that it's Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus are like friends with Christian and a team with Christian. I think that works, but hey. You know what? If you want to add some spice and entertainment to it, you just do the instant. Scissor me, daddy! Private party goes the Joe Stopper. They haven't been I forgot relevant. they even existed. Yeah, they haven't and been relevant. that's an indictment on you, Tony Khan. You motherfucker. I was going to go
1: look up the AW rankings to Remember find out. Remember
0: when AFO used to be a thing and HFO and all this fucking FO? Well, now it's just F dead.
1: Now it's just get the fuck out, right? Is that what it's called? Or GTFO? Yeah,
0: no. Private party. I don't know if this is the spot for them because like... They just, like, don't exist right now.
1: I'm trying to find the rankings so I could find out who yeah. the hell the fucking tag teams are, but uh, let's see. Okay, um, well, the rankings state here that... Uh, well, FTR is probably true. number one, that's and they never get tired. True. As
0: they tweeted, Dax tweeted, like, there's been, like, pretty much for, like, this past three months except for one week, they've been the number one team, and they haven't got a shot. Well, that's but because they already hold...
1: Playing, they're playing with the Japan boys right now, so... They need their theme back. I agree. I agree, but uh, that's probably not going to happen because nobody cares, right? Nobody cares about part- private party. It's just do. a private party. Those of us that were in party. Boston that night they beat the Young
0: Bucks will never forget them. And they became a fan for them for life. So Tony Khan, either use them or
1: set them free so they can go to WWE, a place that would actually use them. So we were back. So I'm, I am I am interested. I think I, I – so here's, here's the problem. What, what, what isn't – isn't there like something – Ridiculous this week. It's like Road Rager or whatever the hell it's called. It's called something. Yeah, old. and we're having a
0: hair versus hair match, which I know you get all boned up for. Jericho listen, and Ortiz. Listen, can I just can I Wardlow's think- taking on
1: 20 dudes? <laughs> sounds like a porn. Yeah. But right? Yeah, that's a that's a match. Wardlow. Wardlow's world sounds like a porn too, but that's beside the point. Uh my original my so here's my hope, right? Like that happens. But now I'm thinking that the young bucks aren't gonna fucking win and it's just gonna keep going back to the Jurassic nonsense. <laughs> I actually honestly was thinking
0: about picking the Hardys. Uh, I thought like one of those things because it was kind of like the CM Punk, like if not now, when? And we know like we can say we want Obviously, what happened is, you know, it happened. But um, just like my observation since Jeff had come there is the Hardys are one of the biggest draws for AEW. Like I know when I came here, like everyone I talked to was like a casual fan. They want to see the Hardys and stay. So it's like the like the Hardys together, even though they're fucking geriatric and old, they're still a huge draw. So I really thought that they might actually win the titles. Obviously, now we're assuming that, that ma- they will not be part of this match, or at least one of them won't be. That's the premise of your hope. Um, but, yeah, no, I really thought that it might be a chance because, I mean, I really like Jurassic Express. They're good wrestlers, but, like, their reign, they've had a lot of really good matches, but it's just like there's no – there's nothing extra with them, and they're just cucking Christian. So I think it's time to move on.
1: So uh, this is the June 1st rankings. I couldn't bring up uh, last week's rankings. I apologize. I'm a little slow to trigger. But it had uh, Jungle Nonsense, and then it had FTR. Then your uh, Big Black Cock or whatever the hell it's called, BBC. Uh, you know the 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 British Combat Club or whatever the fuck it's called. What is it? the, Black no, the BCC. Yeah, whatever. And then uh, the Hardy Boys. Whoa. Then Powerhouse and your boy Ricky. And then of that. course the Keith Lee uh, Swerve Express. Are uh, they
0: the team anymore? Swerve eliminated Keith at, from the I, Battle Royal. Like, break them up. Like, you know, the, both those guys are way better on their own. They, Christ, what are we doing, Tony? You have enough tag teams you're not using, like Private Party. Stop making hodgepodge tag teams. Like, if this was a WWE, people would be throwing a tantrum. It's true. It's WWE, very... You never put Keith Lee in a fucking shitty tag team.
1: Well, no, I mean. They and when they never... did it
0: with Swerve, they made him the leader. All right, where are Think we? Think about, about that. Think about that. We're off the rails here. Well, always. Are we, are we comebacking? Uh, we can get our comeback, on not sure. I'm calling it a comeback. He's been here for years. The phenomenal AJ Styles. It was nice to see him wrestle. I really enjoyed this match with Seth. Could There wasn't a lot of, like, real comeback things this week, so I'm like, I feel like AJ's been kind of like an afterthought, even in the stuff with Edge. Like, it was more about them and then i always felt like finn and Liv were the more fun part of that team where aj was just like the cool dad like the cool soccer mom dad or whatever soccer but it was mom. nice to see aj on his own and just be reminded how fucking good he is um who knows if he's gonna end up in this ladder match but who knows maybe he has time off because we know aj is pretty much part-timer at this point he can do what he wants he's got that sweet deal as he should so i re-signed WWE, get rich chill go to some shows, have some fun, wrestle some fun matches, go home to his family where he wants to be. So who knows? Maybe that's why he's not in it or maybe he'll still get in it because it's WWE and you never know. But it was nice to see him and Seth have a nice long match. We obviously talked about the Seth stuff earlier, but takes two to tango and I thought that match was great. My match of the week. And it was a lot of fun. So AJ Styles, you're phenomenal and you get my comeback.
1: That's great. So I have a question for you. So do you think they need to like break up The whole idea of that wrestling is, we can talk about wrestling being seasons and stuff. That's never going to work. But I feel like they, what they should do, is invest in the younger guys because it seems like all the people who have children or just want time off from like July, June, July, all the way to August, September, and then all the real people, you know, I say real, all the heavy hitters come back, you know. And I feel like that's the time to take chances on people who don't have children or don't want children or. Are dedicated to this craft and and, and like because Randy Orton, he's gone and he might come back by the end of the summer. Great, wonderful, not. But like Roman Reigns clearly is on his island of relevancy, and he says he got to get on a pilot private boat to get on a private plane just to kick this jackass and go back to the island. Like, I get that, but you should really invest. I think you should well, invest in the this? younger people from June to September. I think that's a great. I mean, obviously, nobody's watching anyway, so why not take the the jump?
0: Well, how about this? I think they kind of are right now. Is we have obviously, we look at the mid to mid card titles, Gunther new champ, and then Theory. Like those are two guys that are new that they're elevating. Um, obviously, uh, Rhea and Bianca are like your future of the division for decades and decades. That's your main thing on Raw right now. So I think they're investing some there. I think there are definitely spots like Riddle. I mean, they're taking a chance on Riddle right now. He's a fucking main event guy going for the titles. So I think to an extent they are doing that, but I think. It's kind of like when I talked about the Money in the Bank ladder match. Like you still need a little bit of balance. That's why it's like I still like having a Lashley mixing with Theory because you get the veteran versus the youth. And I, I love the Lashley's best line in probably fucking two months was, sorry, kid, I'm taking your title. I was like, great. That was That was great because it was a little demeaning to Theory because Lashley is the bigger, stronger, more experienced man versus a young, cocky kid. So I thought that was perfect. I know, exactly. Dom, Nestle, who fucking sucks AJ Styles' jock all day, No Seltzum as my comeback. The disrespect. What is wrong with
1: you? Here's something that's going to throw everybody for the loop. My comeback this week goes to, I'm just going to throw it, throw it out here. I'm actually excited when I saw this graphic. I'm going to give it to Sheamus and Mac because I love when, it's like I don't give a fuck about what McIntyre does 99.9% 9. of the time. But when you tell me Sheamus versus McIntyre's happen, you goddamn right I'm sitting down. You goddamn right I am excited, and have I love that, it.
0: Have you seen that meme where it's you always see it under pictures of a girl posting a thirst trap? It's just some guy licking his phone. I picture I like when McIntyre and Sheamus go to wrestle. I picture you licking your TV. You're that excited. Well, I would probably get electrocuted, wouldn't I? <laughs> for licking a TV, no.
1: Well, maybe the if, like, if you lick I the socket,
0: lick. maybe. But if you're just like licking the screen, you might get a little like. Do maybe know? a okay. shock. Probably not. Hands
1: wet. Do you know me? You know I don't like germs. Why would I lick a television that my it's kids your TV, on? It's your TV. But you don't. Do you know how gross a TV is? Do you know how it, gross? It's like anything it else is? in your house is dust. That's it's it. dust. It's sneezing. It's coughing. You're sneezing, a... cough on your TV. No, screen. I'm just saying stuff in the air. You watch TV like this. Listen, listen, listen. I have children that just do what they want. Do they lick the TV? Probably not. They probably can't reach it yet. No, but they throw shit at it. Like what? They got an arm. I can't help it. They're, what are they're they throw at it? That would be so gross to lick. Food? You eat food? Yeah, but they might throw a snack or something in the air. You don't know. You don't like snacks? Oh, my God. Look, I'm Adam just. Adam Snacks Nestle doesn't like snacks though. Who the hell is You're a Who snack the shamer. fuck is Adam? Looking around. Anybody here? Nope. Nope. Nobody named Adam. Name Adam. He's crunchify me, Captain. Crunchify me, Captain. By the way, he said that to me like almost the first fucking day he met me. He said crunchy. Crunchify me, Captain. Crunch Crunchwrap Supreme, Crunch Crunchwrap rap Supreme. I forgot about that one, too. Double scoop. I like Taco Bell. What JC, can I say? JC has your back with double scoops. For fuck's sake. I mean,
0: you're the one who no-sold AJ Styles, which is... Probably the like most anti-Nestle thing you've ever done. Listen, so I don't know. I don't know what your deal is right now. I, he didn't you win. You
1: won't. He you're didn't too win. Snacks. You don't like AJ Styles. Like, what is wrong with you? He's is didn't, Banana Land. He didn't win. Who I cares? Can, why waste a comeback on somebody that didn't you win? You gave your comeback to two guys who also didn't win. That's so you irrelevant. irrelevant. That so is, you're a double a moron.
0: I gave it to one loser. You gave it to two because it was a Money in the Bank qualifying match. Who qualified from that match? Zero. Because they both fucking lost. They got double DQ'd or
1: count out or whatever. You pick. You gave your comeback to two losers. I did Game not. They did not play. lose. It is it, a pausing I fucking win. It was a pausing. It was a pausing. Yeah, but they both lost. Pause. They both lost. They're, AJ could be paused on. too. Hold they on. Might still hold on. On. A lot of match. Hold on. Hold on. Hold Moron. on. Moron. If, Moron. if they get, if they get in, if they both get in, like somebody, I believe. The, oh, hold on. That guy. There you go. That guy over there. I, I'll figure out the camera. That guy over there said, I think McIntyre and Jameis will get in. I will, but right now they're not. And it not. doesn't losers. AJ, AJ Styles is AJ not getting in that get money in the trope. bank match. No, WrestleMania.
0: I only picked one loser. You picked two. I
1: win, you lose. See listen, ya. listen, listen.
0: No, he's taking a jack
1: Listen, AJ Styles will not get in that money in the bank matchup. You can, Listen. Look at these babies. All right, look. There's your pose down, Wes, if yeah, you're still hurt. watching. It hurts. I think I just pulled something. It's anyway, here. it is hot. Uh, but uh, to be answering your question, AJ Styles will absolutely, positively not be in the Money in the Bank. Oh, you just cursed him into it. He's not doing it. He's not. He, I refuse to believe that AJ Styles is going to be in this thing. Are you chapping your ass to kiss something? Or what are you doing?
0: I chapped my lips, not my ass. Well, my, my, my ass might be show. chapped
1: after this one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. By the way, go to the knocker. Go to the fucking uh, tpublic.com slash knocker to pick up this jobber knocker Sega T because jobber. All right, anyway, where are we? We're going, we're just going to the finish. Let's finish this fucking we thing. We both gave our
0: comebacks to losers, so we're going to go to the big old finish. <laughs> On SmackDown this week, we've talked about it, Roman Riddle, Universal title, but Nestlemania. <laughs> <laughs> We have a last, last match between Mad
1: Cat Moss and Happy Corbin. What are your expectations for this? I think this is a decorated last man standing match. At least that's what I'm hoping for, JC. Because if it's not, what the fuck are we doing here? If it's stand-up comedy, we're both going to be shitting our pants with no laughter. It's going to yeah, be an awful thing.
0: It's going to be a fight. I'm probably going to enjoy it. On Raw, we have a Women's Money in the Bank qualifier between Becky Lynch and Oscar, which we discussed. But also Nestlemania. WrestleMania, we didn't discuss this. The return of Elias in concert form next week. How the fuck are they gonna pull this off?
1: I mean, you're gonna watch, right? That's that's I, the whole point. You're gonna I watch. Mean, you know, I'm in on this. This is right up my alley. It's nonsense. If it's, I love it. So here's 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 the other Detective Nestle part that nobody else brought up. If you look on social, Aaron Sandow tweeted out that he was done with quotes professional wrestling. I'm hoping to Christ he, he shows be up. Perfect, Elias. He be perfect. like. As Elias or as the other, like whatever, it doesn't matter. It would work, and it would be phenomenal. It would. This is my cousin Sandias, <laughs> oh, Demias, Damianias. I don't know. I mean, are they going to put a beard on him? Like you know, like know. what are they going to do? I don't know. He can't grow a beard that quickly in a week, can he?
0: I don't know. I, I don't care. Either way, I'm fucking excited for it. I am thrilled that they're already going here. I thought this would be a little down the line, but, like, when I'm ready for it, man, KO and Ezekiel, I am eating nom, 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 nom. all that up, baby. All uh, of it up.
1: This is going to be interesting, either one way or the other. I think this is where the, the culmination of this entire thing is going to happen, so. Absolutely.
0: I'm excited. We also, uh, tonight, Tuesday, uh, if you're listening after, well, it already happened, but NXT, we have a tag team title match between the Creeds and Bladen and Nofe. That'll be an easy Creeds win. We have a six-woman tag between Toxic Attraction against Roxanne, Cora, and Indy. And then we have the in-ring debut of what Joe Gacy is calling the dyad, his two hooded figures that have been following him around.
1: The Grizzled Young Veterans.
0: I know, it makes me sad because I love them, but I'm glad they're still employed. The grizzled young hoodlum. Dyad.
1: <laughs> the hooded young veterans. The satin sheet warriors. That's what they look like to me. Like, they're just like uh, druids that are in satin. Comfy. Slippery, perhaps. Nonsense. Who gives a shit? Uh, six, I give a shit because I love... Six woman tag, I'm a, uh, you know... I mean, it's, it's like
0: the sixth... It's the coolest woman in yeah, NXT. But so. do, People no, are going
1: to eat it up. Nobody fucking cares. It'll be a good time. All right, let's move on. I, most NXT is kind of an if. I think you're boy. I don't know, most NXT is just fucking fun. Man. It is fun. Even it, like the shit that looks lame like this, it's still going to be fun because
0: well, there might be a fucking random pillow fight in the middle of the match. Oh. You're going to have Gigi Dolan and Mandy Rose like,
1: we did, looking. We did like, not discuss the Apollo Crews in the room, by the way, did we? Yeah, Apollo Crews is back in NXT. Well, so, I don't think he's
0: advertised for anything this week, but. He's but your boy. Now, once. Former cursed Nestle guy. He uncursed him. Then he had a great title reign at WrestleMania and beat Big E. So are uh, you going to curse him again? You're going to let this man live his life. Why does this man not have an accent
1: anymore? Why does he not have an Aziz? Uh, why, I don't do you, Guthrie, how do you feel about your boy no longer commanding anywhere? What the hell, wh- I don't. What What is he trying to say? and What? Androgyny. Oh, androgyny. Okay. It's different when you see it in all caps. Androgynous. I don't know. I, don't, I just there's so much in, in this. Ent- oh, isn't your boy the uh, the the other Imperium dude? Oh, Debuing? that's right. Um, uh, his new name Valencio is Giovanni Vinci. Alen- Vini Vinci. Vinci. Vinci, Vinci. Vinci, Vinci,
0: Vinci. I'm Vinci. Excited for this. Watch. I have, mean, hey, watch hey, his I love, career. I having more Italians on the show, baby. No, this you kidding me? This guy's got a solo gimmick now. He's probably gonna come on a fancy car. He's gonna have champagne. He's gonna be all like fancy. He's probably gonna have ladies on him. Fucking. He's gonna be Imperium mining himself everywhere. Um. But yeah, it's hey. You know what? The more Italians on NXT, the better. Because one of uh, the the dimes got dropped, so I think it's only one dimes for Tony D now. So no, you know uh, stacks. Need, he's sh- got stacks. He's got stacks. Yeah, he's got he doesn't have stacks of dimes
1: anymore though. He just has stacks. Just stacks. Which honestly, stack was stacks was the guy I was watching anyway. Out of the three, out I mean, don't I mean. know which was which. Couldn't tell you. Stacks was the one with the ears. He has weird ears. I don't know why. <laughs> what? What uh, I just I love that you love a guy that has weird ears. I, I listen. There there are characteristics of people that you just in your mind it's melted in there. That's what it is.
0: Yeah, Dumbo, Pinocchio, you know. Uh, but we go to AEW now. We talked about the ladder match. We'll see how that unfolds. We talked about Wardlow uh, taking twenty dudes in uh in twenty dudes one reign We have a hair versus hair Jericho and Ortiz. That like I honestly don't give a fuck. I'm assuming Ortiz will win. And then we what? have the all in to crossfire team. here on page.
1: First off, well, f- first off. Chris Jericho is not going to lose his hair on free Wrong. TV. Do so much better.
0: I what am I going to do with a bald Ortiz? You might as well let them go to WWE too because Tony Khan doesn't give a fuck about LAX.
1: I'm just saying I would be shocked if Chris Jericho with his lovely mane, probably it's best. not that lovely. It's gross. Hashtag best hair in the biz. Loses all of his hair. I would on free TV. Now, if he would if he would do it on a pay per view, I'd say yes. I mean, this but is on a free TV weekly
0: live event or whatever they're going to call their oh specials. nonsense. What's it called, Road Rager? Listen, I'm just going to oh, say that's this: one. not that's not a good title.
1: Ooh, yeah, I just that realized just that. dawned on me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's bad timing. That's uncomfortable. Let's more talk about Jericho there some more. <laughs> so Jer, I would be shocked if Jericho had to shave his head. That's all I'm saying, folks. Not on free. Oh, well, he tea. won't have to. Ortiz is going to have to shave it. For <laughs> him. That's what I mean. You said Ortiz was going to win, and I said that's. They really- have to give Santana and Ortiz something. Jericho, fucking,
0: they're like it's hard enough to get this man heat because of his fucking entrance. So fucking shave his head bald, make him ugly.
1: The best heels are can like, get their head shaved. It's Just how it is. Can I just make a, a comment here that uh, Jericho has like a catalog of 400 songs. Just pick a different song that nobody can sing to. That I mean, it's just
0: the problem is it's like. I don't know, man. they It's hard it's to do that. It's the cool
1: heel nonsense all over again. It doesn't matter. It, it, it's just stupid.
0: Yeah. It's... I don't know. I hate the Jericho Appreciation Society. No appreciation. Like, it's bad. It's bad. Does anyone enjoy it?
1: I mean, like, I'm sure I enjoy the five like, of
0: those guys do. I enjoy one or two lines of it, and I'm happy Garcia's getting an opportunity, but, like, I don't give a fuck about 2.0 when Hager, like, come on. Come on. Give Does me. anyone... Anyone uh we the people anymore? I don't think so. Anything else? I don't think so. I don't know. I didn't see anything for Rampage. Their cocaine Cowboy might throw something out next couple days, but
1: I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea. Well, all I have
0: to say is they have too many titles. <laughs> little,
1: the too Mid-Atlantic. Too titles. Mid-Atlantic <laughs> Atlantic, you get a title. You
0: get a title. Everyone gets a title. And Miro better fucking get one.
1: If Miro doesn't win and it's Pac, do you care? It's going to probably be Pac or Malachi Black because they're more Atlantic. How are they more Atlantic? Because they're like on, they fucking, they're like on Bulgaria's the edge of the Bulgaria is not necessarily
0: on. Bulgaria the is like uh, an inland country, isn't it? It is Whereas, not an island or a peninsula. Yeah, you're, you're yeah. right. You're well,
1: right. it's also not on the coast of Europe, I don't think. Geography was not my bag, baby. I don't know. Let's see,
0: Bulgaria, world.
1: This is this is riveting. This is riveting. You're looking up Bulgaria in Google. <laughs> It's not uh, even close. Bulgaria. It's like smack dab in the middle. No, probably.
0: Bulgaria is more of like the fucking... Uh, is it the Baltic? That little, is it the Black Sea in there? Black Sea, Baltic? One of those, yeah. Red? No, it's it's not on the... all. It's not a part of the Atlantic Ocean. So, Malachi Black and Pac, if you don't want your title to be a lie in it, but you know what? If you want to give it to Japan Guy or Miro, I'm cool with it. Hell, Ethan Page's Canada. Canada's kind of Atlantic. Yeah, Canada's near Atlantic. Yeah. He's probably from a part of Canada that might be on the way other side, but at least part of Canada is touching the Atlantic. Exactly. Just be no, relevant, no, Miro. Redeem it, baby. Redeem that title into being worthwhile when you start it. With I, I,
1: I can't get behind all these championships anyway, and I think Adam Cole and Britt Baker are just so egregious with those fucking stupid things. Yeah,
0: those they honestly they look ridiculous, and I'm like happy that that happened, but it's like I would have been fine with a cup and not them carrying around titles. It's but stupid. Whatever. It's stupid. It just looks like he's carrying around a replica championship.
1: It doesn't make any damn sense. He's not gonna. It, it looks.
0: It. it looks like a yeah, and I love the color pink, but the pink on that title it looks kind of silly.
1: I don't know. I just... I can't do this anymore with this stuff. Anything else you want to get wrapped up? You good? All right. Yeah, Bob. Five
0: stars, five flames, and all the podcast apps. Like this video. Subscribe. We appreciate it. Tell your friends. Share it around. Twitter. Follow everyone listed at Jabberknocker. Facebook, Instagram as well. Uh, Check out the New Japan show with Conway and Dom, which is on YouTube exclusive. Um, They've been putting out a lot of good stuff there, especially for someone like me who doesn't know shit about that. I see Will Ospreay, and I'm like, oh, good
1: cruiserweight champion, and then I get yelled at. So... I've heard he's Rollins light, so you know he's not. That's not even no. Well, you know, Osprey is a bird, so
0: I'm like a bird.
1: I wanna fly away. Nelly Furtado. <laughs> Don't know Love where her. my home is. Right. Anyway, so on that note, thank you for listening to the Jobber Knocker, folks. We'll be back next week with more Jobber Knockery.